Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. Paul the Apostle was taking on some heavy stuff here in 1 Corinthians 6. He had been talking about sexual sin and even things like prostitutes. Now, you might think, wow, this is kind of outside my wheelhouse, but this was especially important to the Corinthian church because there in Corinth was the temple of the goddess Aphrodite. And the temple Aphrodite employed more than a thousand prostitutes And believe it or not, sex with these prostitutes was part of the worship ritual. Now, isn't that handy? Paul clearly states that Christians are to have no part in that kind of sexual sin. But now even in our society, we may look at that Aphrodite business and think that that's kind of way out there. But you know, are we really that far behind? Picking it up in verse 15 of chapter 6, Paul says, Don't you know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? May it never be. Or don't you know that he who is joined to a prostitute is one body? For the two, he says, will become one flesh. Verse 17, but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Now Paul here again reiterates that God owns not only our hearts and our minds, not only all the philosophical and esoterical aspects of our lives, but he also owns our physical bodies. Now that understanding has far-reaching implications, doesn't it? Because our bodies are, according to Scripture, members of or parts of the whole of Jesus Christ. This means we are unable to separate ourselves from our bodies. You know, claiming as the Gnostics did back in Paul's day, or many people even in our day, that the body has nothing to do with the faith, and it was all just a heart issue. Because again, a lot of people propagate that idea even in our day. They believe themselves to be saved, heart and soul, but bodily they live in the world and in open sin. One of the ways this occurs, both back in Corinth as well as in our world today, is when the believer becomes involved in sexual sin. For some reason, holiness and obedience just goes out the window when it comes to this issue. We act, really, as if this issue doesn't matter anymore, that it's a small issue, or that God doesn't see it, or that He doesn't really care. Yet this passage tells us clearly that Jesus is part of us on the physical realm, So if that being true, wherever we go and whatever we do in the physical realm, we take Jesus along with us and we subject him to sin if we indulge in such. In truth, this sin, sexual sin, it seems to take down more people today than any other sin out there. I mean, it happens mostly because the world clearly promotes it relentlessly. And much of the greater church, sadly, accepts it almost as an inevitability. We seemingly have surrendered to this sin. And often, we make people kind of spiritually comfortable in it. Our illicit sexual contact with others is referred to with 
terminology that is reminiscent of scriptural marital language. The language here is, quote, the two became one flesh, end quote. Now such language presents the fact that the unity of marriage does not occur in the wedding act, does it? But actually, the unity of marriage occurs in the sexual intercourse that follows the wedding. So in light of that, I wonder how many wives or husbands we have really had in God's eyes. And that means each one of them was broken, each one of them divorced, each one now a living example of the flippant and broken relationship that the church and its members have with Jesus Christ. Marriage is a picture of Christ's relationship with his church, one that is to be pure and undefiled. So when we involve ourselves in sexual sin outside of marriage, we bring this shame not only upon ourselves, but upon Christ. Let's face it, all sexual sin is premeditated sin, right? It's what the Bible calls transgression. Not a, a falling short, not a missing of a mark, but transgression. And hey, the scriptures reserve some pretty extreme language for that topic of transgression. Check it out, 1 John 3, 4-9. through When we are joined to the Lord, we are one spirit with Him. Thus, to then commit sexual sin with another person, that's to trample upon that union and to denigrate the cross of Christ and to commit not just fornication, but adultery and idolatry. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.